Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Lola and Lonnie, Cityville's only drag podcast, with your hostesses, Merlola Bordeaux and Alanis Percocet. This week, we'll be keeping up with the Kardashians. So you don't have to. You're welcome. Alanis, no, I'm not talking to you. I am not talking to you until you apologize, because I... You are my Valentine every day of the year, every every moment of every day, and and you said that I'm not your Valentine this year, and that really, really hurts me, and I, I need an explanation, and I need an apology. Well, I will start off by, what well, by way of explanation, mm-hmm. uh, and I will say that you're not my Valentine. You are my Valen of all time. Okay, keep talking. My all-time Valentine. Number one, eternal. Undying. Suicide pact. Going into the bank together. Guns drawn. Taking everything we can. Getting in a car. Driving to Mexico. Taking the cyanide capsules when we finally get caught. And what I want, Merlola, is I want you to take... So we've got we've got the cyanide capsules in our molars Ooh. in a, a cavity that was drilled into our molars. We drilled them ourselves, no anesthetic. No, fuck anesthetic. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. And and barely effective. And after after all the drugs that you and I have taken, it barely works. You and I drill Aww. little compartments into each other's molars we slip the cyanide capsules in there and then when it comes time when we're finally mm-hmm. when the jig is finally up i take the cyanide capsule in your mouth and you take the one in mine and we die together the way that god intended arms linked i love this now alanis when you say the jig is up um is this a jig that we have uh, planned earlier because I'm not good at I'm you know I'm not I'm not a choreo girl I'm not a choreo girl but if I have enough time I can learn that jig but that's the only part of, of the this whole uh, situation that I'm not loving um, but I will forgive you as long mm-hmm. as you you know as long as you choreograph the jig because I, I can't do it I can't well I've always said I've always said about a jig that the best the best jigs come from the heart and they're not planned oh. I thought that was jugs. The best jugs come from the heart. The best... Both. Yeah, you got... you got. Well, and if you're, you know, as long as you're, like, wiggling a little bit, your your jugs are going to jiggle, and I think that's a jig. And that's a jig, a jiggle jig. When your jugs jiggle, uh, and you're doing a jig, then the... Uh, I don't know. That, 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 sounds, that sounds like um, a quote from the Bible to me. Is that right? Yeah. It could, it could be. I I famously only read one part of the Bible, and that was uh, the part of in Sodom and Gomorrah when the angels show up, and everyone wants to fuck them. Everyone wants to fuck the the angels in Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, and Sodom and Gomorrah sound like such a fun time. I would like to go. I, it's. It, I feel like it would be like. Oh, the bars are closing in in Sodom. Let's go over to Gomorrah because they stay open like an hour later, and then you get there, and it turns out bars never close, and you're always drinking. Mm. That sounds like 
Cityville, really. Cityville sounds like Sodom and Gomorrah. It sounds like Cityville. Sugar and Spice can get fucked. I want the the only duo I want on Drag Race is is Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. That would be, and you know mm. that there there are there there there's a pair of d- girls out there who go by that somewhere. There has to be. There has to be somewhere. Sodom and Gomorrah, and they do a whole number on either end of a double sided dildo. <laughs> Just. And it's like really long and they, they slip down and somehow the entire thing disappears and they're just the butt to butt dancing like a little like a, a little jug jig. Yeah. A little jug jig. A little jig jiggle jug. A little jug jiggle jug. Yeah. Do you think Jimbo has Jimbo of Canada's drag race fame known for her bosoms? massive massive bosoms? Do you think at any point she's going to surprise us with just like a sensible, perky little pair? Only if she was playing a post-op Michelle Visage. Like after Michelle had to have right. her notably large uh, bazingas uh, removed um, mm-hmm. and, and now has a sensible, you know, like D cup. Uh, I think Jimbo would only do that. But all she would do is the just boop, boop, poke a hole, let some of the... Uh, Jiggle jug its way out, uh, and then she would just have a, a more sensible M- Michelle Visage now. But then she would right. also have to do like the gray streak in the hair. So I don't think it's something that would happen often. Just if it was like she was on uh, All Stars and they were doing another uh, Night of a Thousand Michelle Visages. Right. I do you think D Cup is a good drag name? Yes, I do. D D Cup. D Cup. Welcome to the stage. Yes. Is D Cup big or it's, it's not small but double people say double d yeah those yeah was that well, mean you know what i think that's when you have two of them if you just have d it's just you got one boob you got one boob you um one boob. and it, it double d it's got you got two um yeah triple uh, d okay. that's three quadruple d we're getting where do you put the third the fourth one because you've got maybe room for three uh where is the fourth one do you put one in the middle well, that's where the that's where the middle that's where the third one is. Where does the fourth one go? Does it go like just on your legs somewhere? Yeah. Do you put it like behind your knee? I think the fourth one goes into storage. In storage, okay. I think the I think the fourth one goes into storage. It's sort of like uh like the extra tire in the the back of a car. Okay, so women have like their butts like lift like you can press a button. Probably on one of the three uh, uh, front-facing breasts, and like the their trunk opens, yeah. and you can put storage in there. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we call it trunk if the elephant's trunk is in the front? Mama, you're looking at elephants all wrong. You're looking at elephants all wrong. Elephants, the trunk is the back. But so the the thing that you think is the tail, that's their real nose. Oh, my God. So little. So wispy. It's so petite. It's so petite. And I mean, and, it's still pretty big because they're elephants. Well, yeah, but compared to their, their tail, which I mean, of course, their their tail is their trunk. Um, so I think next time you see an elephant walking around, you you go look at it from the other end and you'll see it with its its petite little nose uh, and big, big old eye. Just big. Yeah, you'll see. Oh, yep. my. OK, I'll, I'll do a double take. It's funny. Uh, it, it's funny how, you know, 
it's it's like one of those uh, visual visual puzzles you know what what mm-hmm. do you see in all of the red and, and orange flecks uh, and I always see a skull in those. Yeah, you do. You... Doesn't matter which one it is, I see a skull. Well, in most things, like, I'll draw you a picture and I'll say, hey, Alanis, I drew you this picture of you and me holding hands as best friends. And you're like, I just see a skull. And I just sort of stroke it and I say, death is the one constant. Death unifies us all. You, I, Ronald McDonald, unified in death. Although I don't think Ronald McDonald will ever die. No, and you've tried to kill him so many times. Yeah. You have and yeah. he's I mean at this point he's he's expecting it at every corner. But in in effectively I think you've you've killed all all the joy that was once inside of him because he's at in fear of his life at at all times. He is he is terrified. This brings up a really good point which is Stephen King's it was based on my life story. Mm-hmm. In relation to Ronald McDonald, and I had not seen a haypenny of uh, of royalties, of of any semblance of payment, and all I got from Stephen King was uh, he ate my ass a little. <laughs> well, you know Stephen King. I mean, he he is he 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 is playing the long game with all these books, so he is penny wise. Um, and he's not giving you yeah. a single penny because he's not getting wise to your bullshit. He doesn't care. And yeah, Ronald no. McDonald um, is, I mean, if I, I'm waiting for the adaptation of, of it where it's, it really shows Ronald McDonald as it, as Pennywise, how terrified he is at all times. He doesn't know who's going to be coming for him. He sees a little kid coming through there. He's like, that could be Alanis. That could be Alanis. Yeah. I have to take out the threat. I have to take out the threat. Anybody yeah. come near me? Girl, you got to get gone. You got to get gone because you could. My makeup skills get better every yeah. day. He doesn't know I could be you, in drag as a child. You could. Yeah, exactly. Or you hired the child. You could be in drag as a child. You could be anybody. And he he is. It's just. It could be my child. Could be. He might even look in a mirror and he's like, is that me? Or is that Alanis? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's and it's it's really um, um I don't think Pennywise is the villain in that story. You are, which you love. You that's have fair. been working on your villain arc for years. Uh, I'm in my villain era. Oh. Oh. Uh, do you think so uh Eminem's recently Yassified and sort of contemporized their little Eminem mascots, which they have now discontinued I'm, in favor of Maya Rudolph. I know, which I have mixed feelings about because, I mean, Maya Rudolph. I mean, come on now. Come on. Um, but also, I love me some Eminem. I love me some Eminem mascots. I love me. I love me them trans femme, uh, green and brown. Uh, M&M's and uh, I love their story arc and uh, where'd they go? Are they going to come back? I miss them. Are they okay? The thing that I have really not enjoyed about this whole debacle is people keep saying green, the phrase green and brown, green and brown. And there's just something very pukey, (laughs) very gross about that color combination. And all I can think about is, is human waste. 
and Mm-mm. vomit. Green and brown? Mama, that's hazel. Look at my eyes. They're green and brown. You going to tell me that my eyes look like human waste? I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry, and then there's going to be red in that green and brown. And that is going to be a lot. That is going to be worse. Darling dear, that is that is why that is why we call it hazel. That is why we have come up with this this additional more mm-hmm. user friendly name for that color because saying green and brown just makes me think of snot. Girl, I grew up I grew up a child. I was a child when I was little. And uh-huh. There were crayons and you often in child school had to draw yourself. I looked through, I knew my eyes were hazel, but I looked through that crayon box. I looked through that crayon box must have been 50 times every single time. There was no hazel crayon. Even when I got to pencil crayons in the fifth grade, because they didn't let us have them before that, when I got to pencil crayons, I still looked through. Not a goddamn hazel. There were dark brown, light brown, uh, light green, lime green, dark green, forest green. And I'm like, what what am I supposed to do, Alanis? What am I supposed to do? Just take that damn pencil crayon and stab my eyeballs out? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I didn't. Well... That is, you know, that is a question of representation. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you know, representation matters. And hazel eye representation was not on display in the hallways of Crayola yeah. or Elmer's. Hashtag not hazel eye, as in me. Not hazel v- vine. Not, not. Elmer's, did you ever have Elmer's? The glue? Uh, pencil crayons? No, I had Elmer's glue. No, they also made pencil crayons. <gasps> Did they? They were notably worse than Crayola, which is the gold standard. Absolutely. Laurent, Laurentia or Laurentian, there were like... Yes. I remember those ones. Those ones were decent. Those ones were pretty good. They were decent. They weren't Crayola. Elmer's was very, very mild and very prone to like... Snappage. Um, sort of like scuffing. The... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, this is not the tea. No. Did you ever... Did you have those kids who would collect pencil leads in in and would like hide them in their desks and like a little um like a a little plastic yeah they'd like collect the pencil leads i don't know why yes every oh my god i did i yes i yeah what was that that was such a thing as a child though exercising your ability to like accrue things Mm -hmm. or collect things because you're a child and nothing is yours. Yeah. I didn't collect the leads, but I knew the kids who did and I'd see them and I'd see them hoarding away their little leads. I would, uh, what did I do? I had my, uh, you know, those uh, little like white, white erasers, um, like kind of rectangular. So I would, and they had, when you, when you first got them, they had a little like cardboard thing that slipped over them and so in the i remember in the fifth grade i would i I would slide that little cardboard thing down and the end of my pencil that was like where the eraser used to be um and it was just like a a jagged little just a jagged metal thing of what used to be erasing power uh i would use that and twist it into the into the eraser getting little little bits of eraser out until it went all the way through and it took me months took me months and then in the sixth grade next year i was like this is i'm on the next level now i need to up my game so i went lengthwise down the eraser and it took all year took all year i don't know why i did it lengthwise yeah 
Oh my god! And it was—I had to be very careful because I didn't want to poke a hole. I didn't—I had to be because it, it was very close to like pencil pencil width. Uh, I had a fraction of a fraction of an inch on either side. Yeah, and I did it. I mean, anything, anything to let me not pay attention to math class. <laughs> truly, and I was good at math. I was good at math. I didn't—I hated it, but I was good at it. But I, uh, yeah, no, fuck math class. The closer I get to my 30s, the the more I'm like, I wonder if I had applied myself more in math class, if I would have a different life. No. But I probably wouldn't. I'm a dumb bitch. I took, uh, like, uh, pre-calculus in, like, uh, the 12th grade or whatever, and, uh, you know, got, got like, uh, barely tried and got, like, an, well, until the very last, like, week where I was like, oh, fuck, there's an exam in a week. I don't know anything. Um, and th- I ended up getting like a, an 80 in the course or something. Um, That's still pretty good. But I have not used any of that since. I don't remember any of it. I, didn't, I haven't used any of it. You did not need that math. You did not need that math. Coming from somebody who mm. did that math, you didn't need it. You didn't need it. No. I, do you, I guess, I, like, do you think that it would be the most embarrassing thing ever for me as an adult person to like take some online math classes do you think that would like be the worst thing why would that be the worst thing i don't know it feels deeply embarrassing i don't to think... be like i'm bad at math let me learn what the children have learned no i mean even at like colleges and universities they they offer like what like how young are, you, are we talking grade one like uh, do you know like what two plus two I, I can, if you give me some time, I can put that together. Um, but, just give me a minute. Uh, no, like, I think, I think I would benefit from going over some high school math classes yeah. again. Because I truly did not retain any of it and was so deeply checked I mean, out. they offer those at, like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's just free online ones you can probably find. But they offer those at, like, colleges to, like, uh, or and colleges and universities. They're like, we're offering these classes that you need to get into these programs. Like, you need to have these prerequisites to get in. So you can take these before actually taking the, you know, veterinary course, whatever you want to take. Like, they, they have them as things because they're like, yeah, lots of people didn't pay any fucking attention or don't remember anything. Mm. Um, Plus, I will be an adult, and it won't matter that I have a bit of a crush on my high school male math teacher. It's fine. Is he still going to be teaching it? I hope so. We had we had such chemistry. I also, all my math teachers in high school were hot. It, it, two of them were ladies, and I wasn't attracted to them, but they were hot. And then, what, but you were still like objectively. I was like, you could crush dick. And I'm sure you do. And also, two of them, I think, were sleeping with each other. You know, it wasn't something that was, like, known, but it was, like, they fucking, right? Because I see how they interact. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but one of them was a, a man, and he was, ooh, ooh. Like, what, what are we talking? Because the one I'm thinking of was, like, a weird dude who, like, drove a like a white van and he he came after school every (laughs) every day and he'd say hey kiddo you need a ride home and i'd say no i'm okay uh my i'm just gonna walk the high school the high school was literally a block away from my house (laughs) no thank you Uh, (laughs) i can see it i can see it from my living room (laughs) 
<laughs> I lived in the school. <laughs> <laughs> Just like those teachers who were fucking. If they were fucking, do you think they ever fucked on site? <laughs> I know what you mean, but I was thinking like on site is and they see each other and they're just like we go fuck. we're we we going fuck <laughs> yeah, across the hallway. Yeah, they fucked on site. <laughs> yeah. fuck at first sight. Uh, <laughs> do you think they they fucked on the premises? I don't know. Like not regularly, but do you think they ever did it? I would say the only time that could possibly have happened would have been if it were like after school and they were both there late grading tests or something because they both seemed like mm. somewhat somewhat preppy i mean they were math teachers yeah um but yeah they were both they were the two that i'm thinking of and then there was one who was a little bit older and she was like she was like a mom um but and she was a little bit weird but she i was still like you're still like a very gorgeous woman you were a very gorgeous woman Milf, milf. Very milf. Very milf. Except I, I didn't want to fuck her because, you know, gay. Yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think, if I take this adult math course, um, I, I'm also entering this, like any woman should enter uh, an institution of learning with the full intent of finding a husband and settling down. Well, yeah, I mean, and you're going to be dressed suggestively, showing showing off uh, your your uh, quadruple Ds, all four yes. of them. Um, you got all that trunk popped, and you got them yeah. them 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 three front facing uh, doodahs, You know, just like out out with lots of cleavage, and you got that trunk popped, and you're just going in there, and you say. Oh, I don't know anything about math. How do numbers work? Oh, no. Somebody help me. Oh, no. I've dropped all my pencil crayons on the floor. How am I going to draw now? And the worst part is they're all Elmer's pencil crayons. And And then I look out the window and I see the flash of a red wig. And a yellow and and a yellow and red striped outfit, and I say, "Excuse me, I must leave." I draw my knife, and you run out, and I run, and you run out. End scene. This week is brought to you by Elmer's pencil crayons. Do they work? I don't know. Are they pencil crayons? Maybe. Can you draw with them? Certainly not. You'll get an F. Welcome to math class. Elmer's Pencil Crayons, the sponsor of math class. Get in there and learn, bitch. Candy hearts. I just, they are my favorite flavor. Candy hearts. I want my mouth, when I'm eating a candy, I, I want to feel a little bit like, I want to taste what guilt tastes like. I want to taste my mouth feel dry, uh, that it just get covered in, like, chalky dust, and and it to last for a long time. And if I crunch it, it gets so much worse. I want my mouth to taste guilty when I'm, when I'm eating candy. Because and that crunch, that crunch feels like you broke something. 
because it's so it, coded. Like in your tooth. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Even if you know that you didn't, it feels like you just busted a tooth. Yeah. And you can feel it with your tongue and it's like, that feels jagged and sharp. Is that a piece of my tooth? And then if yeah. you were to spit it out into your hand, you'd be like, well, it's all, it's, it's, it's all white. I can't, this could be a piece of my tooth right here. Yeah. And then you just got... Well, and then know, hopefully you didn't break off the cyanide pill that you have in there. Because it's not time yet. It's not time. And then I'm looking through no. it and I'm like, okay, well, I don't see it here. But I also, I'm not finding it in my tooth. Like, I... No. Where is the cyanide pill? And I think you would know. I would, I would know if it was there. I think you would know if you had ingested it because you would probably immediately start dying. Yeah, but I have a lot of, you know, flaps and folds... Uh, inside of, if, of of my mouth and throat that I often will hide things. Um, uh-huh. So it could be there, but I don't know which, you know, flap or fold it's in. I don't know if it's, you know, slipped up inside, uh, like under my teeth. Uh, I don't know where it is, Alanis. Under your teeth? Yeah, Alanis. Uh, my gums are very widespread, and I have, I, I do have teeth missing. I actually, I uh, on one side uh, of my top row of teeth uh one of my teeth just never came in i had it as a baby tooth but then when um uh, it fell out it nothing ever grew back there and on the other side i've got one that's just like just like a peg tooth it's just like shaped like a little like little like bang um so it, it you know i think that the cyanide pill could easily slip up there into my gum and then what am i gonna what if it i might think it's just my tooth Alanis, I might think it's just my teeth. Wow, so your shitty little body was just decaying from the word go, huh? Uh-huh. She said... <laughs> just falling apart. You don't need this. You don't need a whole a whole set of teeth? Nah, girl. Nah. And I... Girl, I was so... When I was a kid, I was so obsessed with making sure my teeth were, like, healthy. Um, like That's good. I, oh, too obsessed to the point that my mom had to get my dentist uh to tell me um not to to brush my teeth so hard and so much yeah cuz it was like your your gum line's going to be receding um and yeah, yeah. I, I had the same at one point cuz i was like we're gonna i was like you know i am a young queer youth everything is topsy turvy mm-hmm. But you know what I can control? These fucking chompers, mama. They're gonna be pristine. They're gonna be pristine. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be they're gonna be white and shiny. And I'm gonna smile. And people are gonna just go like, oh God, my eyes, it's so bright in here. Welcome to the stage, pristine Baranski. <laughs> yes, that is that is what both of our teeths were like uh, as youth. Yes. I never I never once had a cavity, except maybe on a baby tooth, but it it fell out and it was unclear if it was a cavity or not. But I've never had a cavity. Honey, I've only got one cavity. And that's the cavity, honey. Mm. <laughs> and that is where I keep my spare, my, my fourth breast. Your fourth breast. In my cavity. In the back yes. cavity. Gotta pop that yeah. trunk. Gotta pop that trunk. I always imagined that if I were to pick up a handful of potpourri and cram it into my mouth... That is what, that a candy heart is what it would taste like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Except the potpourri is probably more flavorful. Probably more flavorful somehow. But I just, every time, every time I would have a candy heart as a child, 
I would I would have the thought like, oh, this is what this is what a potpourri tastes like. Did you ever test the theory? I did not test the theory, uh, but it's one of those things. Uh, it's it's one of those things like when you're standing over a bridge or something and you're like wow i hope i don't get this sudden urge to just throw myself <laughs> off you know that thing that we all have yes i lived um, i lived on the 19th floor of uh, a building uh, in my like third year of university uh, that like just went like straight down and i would stand on the balcony just being like what if i accidentally you know decided that yeah. i was gonna cl- climb over like what would ha- like not that I ever would, just like that, yeah, that that weird brain thought of... No, but that thought of like, what if I'm seized, what if my brain is seized by an uncontrollable urge to do this? Yeah, exactly. What if, like, what if my own thoughts are overridden <laughs> by some primal <laughs> urge to like, kill myself? Um, that same thought process, but standing over a bowl of potpourri, uh-huh. being like, wow, I really hope I don't cram this all into my mouth. I really hope I don't do that. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've already crammed so much of it into your mouth yeah. that you're like, I, I could not possibly fit any more in here. Um, yeah. Now, that's interesting. Also, when was the last time you saw any potpourri? Um, fairly recently. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know if it would be still be, like, sort of that, like, 90s potpourri that you and I grew up on. But, like, uh, you know. Like, grew up on that potpourri. <laughs> Could, yeah. Like, an, an assortment of, uh, an assortment of, like, dried orange peels mm-hmm. and, like, you Flower know. petals. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are a pretty regular fixture. In my family's Christmas. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing like the, the type of potpourri that like you know has been there for many years, has probably lost all scent, and is in every grandmother's house uh, or you know old old yeah. lady's house. That is that something that our, our current old ladies who are becoming old ladies do they? still have like do, is there a certain age where you're like i know like women i know at a certain age are like you know that urge to have a child is there an urge to be like i need you heard it here first all women have an urge to have a child all 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 they don't you, you don't have to do it you don't have to do it it's like i'm not gonna cram all that potpourri into my mouth i'm not gonna jump off this bridge i'm not gonna have a baby but mm-hmm. i'm thinking about it what if I? What if I really wanted to? What if? What if I had? What if my body had the sudden urge to do this, and and it just happened? Um, well, you always have. You you have a constant urge to have a baby. The way that you're getting filled up. Yeah, and it's never happened. Not once. It's never. Not once, and I'm still waiting. No, maybe the next load is the one. Exactly. Maybe the next load is the one for you. Exactly. Exactly. And I can yeah. keep my baby. I'll pop the trunk. I can keep the baby in there with me at all times. Yeah. And yeah. but it's just it's never happened. Um, I'm so sorry, babe. Thank you. But is there is That's there rough. like a, when you get to a certain point and 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 your body just says I need to have a bowl of, of uh, fruits and flowers and and bark that 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 is dried and has been sitting here for you know 25 years. When does that happen? Does that happen? Is that going to happen to us? I'm. When will it happen to mm. us? And I'm I'm ready. I'm ready, Alanis. I think. I am at a point in my life and your life where we need to start thinking about seriously about potpourri. And, and, and I, so I will, uh, I will come out 
of the potpourri closet here. I I think it's already happened to me, but I do think that notion of like really intensely chemically scented maybe potpourri okay. that our grandmothers had. I think that it has died. Yeah, or it is in the process of dying with those who had it. In my experience, that is all that that has gone away. But that's maybe because I'm not spending any time in the homes of old women, uh, as delightful as I am. I just recently, um, some family friends moved into a, a a new house in the country that had been owned by uh, an old woman uh, who was like, you know, moving to be closer to her kids because, you know, she'd been alone for like 20 years or something. Her husband had been dead for a long time. So anyway, she left a lot of her stuff there because she's like, I don't need all this stuff. I'm moving into a tiny place in this big house. There was a lot of potpourri in that house when they moved Mm. in. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think my experience with it has been like, very bespoke i think it's becoming a much more bespoke thing of like sort of like a martha stewart style make your own potpourri Mm. it'll last maybe like three weeks or so yeah it's and you do not fully dried it's yeah it's still like no yeah you like you bake some orange peel you throw in some cinnamon and then it'll like last for three weeks and then maybe at the end what you can do is you toss it into some boiling water mm-hmm. and you can really aerate the place. It's kind of lovely. But uh, if, if, mm-hmm. stuff that's fresh enough and not dried enough that it still could possibly go moldy. Like I don't want it to be so... Yeah. Yeah. Because that potpourri, the, the potpourri of, of uh, olden days, that stuff would not go moldy. That would outlast... Us all. Yes. It still is somewhere. It You can't destroy it. It is still somewhere. No. Even if it's been thrown out, everything else will decompose. The world will waste away. A black hole will suck up the earth, and there will still be that potpourri. Yeah. It is the... You can only be destroyed in, in the fires that forged it. Exactly. You do have to... You do have to one ring potpourri. the potpourri. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. it's even like... It, it, it is... It is... Uh, a misnomer and a crime to call what is being made nowadays potpourri because it hasn't earned what potpourri's earned. Well, I do. Yeah. I mean, that was also, that was, it's like potpourish. That, well, that was my next question though. Is like, I don't even know if you would consider that potpourri because to me, potpourri is this very specific, very chemically thing this is more like a a melange of nice smelling things but that's what i like about it is you know when it's done like it's going to it's going to get all curled up it's going to be it's going to be like i am done toss me out i am you know all natural ingredients i'm a little teapot short and stout tip me over and toss me work bitch yeah Um, no go keep going i'm a little teapot short and stout here Mm. is my handle here is my spout when I get all steamed up, hear me shout. Tip oh, bitch. me over and pour me out. But be careful also not to, if if you pop the trunk, I don't want my fourth um, titi-tata to, you know, yeah. pop out as well. Because that's... God, that would be such a fucking serve. You're, okay, so here's, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm imagining. You are in, you're on a stage. It is... Uh, raining you have mm-hmm. you have 
stage rain. Stage rain. Your the the stage itself has like maybe two inches of water. Uh-huh. Just like enough water for a decent splash. Yeah. Um and you're splashing around in the water. You come out, it's raining. Mm-hmm. The audience is like, what is going on? There's uh like sparks as well going off above the rain. So this is falling. getting to sound I, I this is da- sounding dangerous now, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for the. No, danger. the water will put out put out the sparks. The water will that, put out the sparks. Water conducts electricity, bitch. Don't you know anything about water? No. Are they sparks or are they like flame balls? Because those are very different things. They're they're like sparks that have been like they're like mechanized sparks. It's all safe. It's been tested. It's fine. Okay. They're falling. Everyone's like. Every, everyone's gagging for you already. Yeah. You come out. You your three breasts are heaving, mm-hmm. and they're done up in the tiniest little triangle mm-hmm. uh, bra, like like sort of like rhinestone glittery, Bare- showing everything except the little, just covering the nipples with a little bit of a strippy strap. Yes. Just the nipples are covered, and and it's really tight. So your 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 breasts are sort of bulging around that, like up and down. Yeah, really pushing you got forward. Some solid under. Yeah, you've got oh, solid under boob, side boob, over boob. Like it is, it is, it is folding over. Mm-hmm. It's folding over this little triangle, and then you've got you've got like a a, a tiny little bottom piece. And like a see-through sort of shimmery. His name is his name is Matt. My tiny little bottom piece. <laughs> his name is Matt. And then you've got like a shimmery, a shimmery see-through skirt. Yeah. And you're coming out huge heels, huge heels. And you're sort of coming out, but you're like walking really sh- with your shoulders, and you're like you're sort of wading through the water. Yeah, yeah it's a big storm. And everyone's like, ah. And then the rain stops. And everyone's like, and you sort of, you're wet. And so are they. But but you're sensual. And and so are they. And and you sort of, you look look to the audience. Now that the rain has stopped, you're able to see the audience. And you're like, and you cover your three breasts. You're shocked. You're, you know, you're you're shy. Mm -hmm. You're self-conscious. Of course. But then the music starts. But then the music starts, Marilla. And you're sort of, it's just like this deep pulsing pounding beat and you're like okay yeah i'm feeling this actually all right all right and you start working your shoulders and sort of like your your hands stop covering your breasts and you're like Mm -hmm. feeling yourself up and you're like yeah all right and then then the music the lyrics kick in and you are lip syncing for your life to i'm a little teapot you you drop to the floor, mm-hmm. ass towards the audience. You splash to the ground, and then you look around your legs, wig trailing in the water, mm-hmm. and in a spoken word, in a in a Rupi Kaur esque spoken word poem, you look to everyone as you slowly rise back up, and you're saying, "I'm a little teapot, short, stout." 
Here is my handle. And here is my spout. And then the rain starts again, and you start backing away. Backing way back into the darkness. And everyone's like, yeah, Malola. And then, right before you disappear, you turn around, you grab your ass, and you say, and this is something that people are going to remember for a really long time, Malola. You say, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. (laughs) Safe in? It was... (laughs) All along, it was a conspiracy theorist piece, and I wanted them to know that you're listening now, because I got your attention with all of this, with all of this, and now I want you to really ruminate on this last piece that I'm going to leave you with, and you've been waiting for it this whole time. What's really popping out of my trunk is the information that jet fuel cannot melt steel beams. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us here at the Lola and Lonnie podcast. And hey, if you're in the Cityville area this weekend, why don't you come on down to the Cityville Community Center where Merlola Bordeaux and Alanis Percocet are going to be offering a free drop-in workshop on finding your inner jig. We're going to be doing a little jig workshop. We're going to be jiggling. We're going to be jigging. And hey, if you ask nicely, we might even tell you how to drill a hole in your tooth and put a little capsule of cyanide in there. Remember, continue demanding the demilitarization and defunding of your local police force because, oh my God, it just keeps getting worse. Make it stop. Please make it stop. From Cityville, I'm Alanis Percocet. And I'm Merlola Bordeaux. Kisses. Mwah. Because you know what our apartment is going to be covered in? Candy hearts and potpourri, bitch. Candy hearts and potpourri, bitch.